It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Talking about scams. And I mentioned an article that I read in the Irish Times about a particularly nasty kind of scam involving uh, Revolut. Connor Pope is their consumer affairs correspondent. It's, there's a lot of detail in the exchanges between Revolut and Peter Connor, but this seems to be something that got him through a text message and got him through his own use of Revolut and through his own ability to, to mind himself, as it were. Good morning. Well, yeah, good morning, PJ. Well, sort of. I mean, like the, the, a lot of people will be familiar with the way all financial uh, operators are targeted by scam artists. So, I mean, a lot of your listeners will have got text messages reported to be from their bank or from another yes. bank or from on post or whoever it might be saying, you know, we, we, we need some cash or we need some updated details. Follow this link. And like Revolut customers and credit unions would be no different. They'd all be targeted like this. But as you say, this scam was particularly sinister. And it kind of started, and I won't go into the full detail because it's, 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 it is complicated. I'm not going to lie to you. It ran but out it over a few days, didn't it really? It did, but it started last November and and he got a message on via his Revolut app telling him that an attempted purchase had been made in John Lewis in the UK. And was that him? So it was this kind of verification thing that you might get. You know, you know, are you trying to make a purchase here or there, whatever it might be? So he declined the purchase from John Lewis because it wasn't him. And he was sitting at home in his house in Ireland. Um, and then he said, you know what, I'll go on to the Revolut live chat function and I'll report this because my card is clearly, somebody's trying to compromise my card. And then he got he got into this kind of endless chat with the people at Revolut, and he was saying, "Well, I want to report this. My card has been compromised. Can you let me know what I should do?" And it was, it was this over and back. And then while he was on the on the call, while he was on the live chat to Revolut, his phone rang. So he answered the phone, and it was somebody claiming to be from Revolut. So he took the call, and because he'd been on to the live chat with them. He presumed everything was kosher. And then he had this big over and back with the people for, on the telephone. And then, you know, the, the, he, he had to disconnect the live chat to have the phone call. And then he got a little bit suspicious. And then he went back into the Revolut live chat and he said, did you guys just ring me? And then it took them a few minutes to establish that, no, in fact, that call had been the scam artists. So this then moves from the realm of the criminals sending out 10,000 messages and hoping to con somebody. So the criminals clearly had his personal details. So they knew his phone number and they were also taking a gamble that if they'd tried to make a transaction that was declined, there was a chance that he would then get on to Revolut. So they were able to call and say, listen, we know you've been on to us um, and this is what you need to do. So he gave, he, 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 in that situation, 
he started, you know, they, they had got more information from him over the telephone. And then they sent him a link to follow and he followed the link yeah. and the link compromised his account further. And over the period of a couple of hours, he managed, uh, the criminals managed to take in multiple transactions in a shopping center in Croydon, they managed to take close to €4,000 from his account. And what was particularly galling for him, and indeed for for me and for our readers, was that all of this was happening while he was on the phone, uh, while he was on the live chat in real time to Revolut, going, lads, there's somebody trying to take money from my account. What's going on? And I, I guess in hindsight, what should have happened is somebody at Revolut should have taken control of the situation, stopped the cards yes. immediately. yes. And that would have put that would have stopped the criminals doing this, but that didn't happen. There's a facility, isn't there, though, Connor, within your phone? Because I remember losing my my wallet one night, and you can open up your phone, go into Revolut, and you can lock your your card there and then. Did anyone attempt to do that? No, you see, there is, but I guess one of the things that the criminals will exploit is, well, they'll exploit our our panic our vulnerability, our lack of understanding of how the technology works in some instances, but also the very fact that he was in real-time communication yes. with Revolut. Yeah, this so is the bit that I was... I read felt. your article a couple of times trying to figure it out. So he was doing the best he could to protect yeah. himself. As In other words, he was he was following best practice. He contacted Revolut. He, he explained what had happened. They were dealing with him on one channel and on the other channel the scammers were calling him now what i'm were they able to see what he was doing at the same time no i don't think so now so but what they were doing is they were just using their best guesstimates as to what okay. might be happening in that scenario and sometimes they would get it right and sometimes they would get it wrong but they would probably be familiar with what happens when somebody is you know, when somebody gets an unauthorized transaction alert on their phone, what are they going to do? A lot of people will do exactly what our reader did, and they will make contact with Revolut. So I guess they were just saying, okay, well, there's a pretty good chance that that's what's happening. So, but And then what I asked him was, well, they clearly knew who you were because they had his address and they had his phone number. Now, they would have got his phone number because if he's a Revolut account holder, well, they would have been able to get that. Um, so they had those details. And I was saying, well, how did they get those details? And he doesn't know. And he'd asked Revolut, and Revolut wouldn't, what, what weren't able to tell him. So clearly it was a much more sophisticated scam than the one that you or I might be targeted with by getting a message from a credit union or a bank or whatever it might be. So they already had the details. As to where they might have got those details, it could have happened at any point. Like his, his information could have been compromised to a degree at any point over maybe a two or three year period. And then somebody could have he could have bought something on a vendor on eBay or whatever it might be. And yes. some the vendor might have had that information compromised in a data leak. And then that information might have been subsequently sold on the dark net to a bunch of criminals who might have waited and waited and waited and then said, okay, well, now's the time we're going to try and use those credit cards, try and extract money from this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. Because you have to remember that the scam artists are not clowns. Like, they know what they're doing. They do. So, and it's that's why, like, you, you know, in an Irish context, tens of millions of euro is lost to scam artists every single year. And globally, the scam industry is worth billions of euro. Yeah. And that's the billions of euro that we know about, because the reality is that an awful lot of people will be conned and duped out of money, and then they will be simply too embarrassed. Yes. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. To tell anybody about it. So they'll be too embarrassed to report it to the, uh, to the guards or to tell, to tell anybody about it. So it, 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 and one of the, one of the messages that I, I always try and get, get out there is there's absolutely no reason to feel any kind of shame if you're targeted by a criminal and you're duped because it can happen to anybody. And this person was trying to do their best. They were trying to make contact with the company. Um, and it just, it, it wasn't enough. And I think the company accepted that. And when I contacted Revolut, they were going, listen, we've let this person down because we should have acted faster yeah. to shut down access to their account. And as a result, they did transfer the money that had been taken from him back into his account. So at least he wasn't left out of pocket. But I think it is an important lesson and an important message to get out there that it can happen to you at any time. And if it if it does start happening, you know, you have a responsibility to do whatever you can to protect your money, but also the bank that you are with. Yes. has a responsibility to do whatever it can to protect your money. Because this idea that they can say, well, you clicked on a link and you submitted this information or you gave somebody access to your computer or whatever it might be, so it's all on you. Like, I don't think that's going to wash as we go forward because it's just too sophisticated an operation and we all need to be more mindful of what can happen. Revolut is a huge monster of a thing now, Connor, as we all know, and pretty much everyone is using it or some version of it. One thing that I have read is that they are very helpful if you've done everything that they tell you to do. If you haven't, if your security isn't up to date, if you don't have the up-to-date version of the app, they might not be quite as kind. Well, do you know what? I, 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 I would, in my experience, like... I would I would struggle to identify any financial institution, be it one of the pillar banks in this country or one of the fintech startups like Revolut or MoneyJar. You'd find it hard to point to any of them and say they're just brilliant. They're going to do. They're going to. They're going to be on your side mm-hmm. at all times. Um, so, I, I think a lot of companies, big and small, new and old, really struggle to to help people. Now, one of the interesting things that emerged last week in connection with Revolut is that the 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 financial services ombudsman, financial services and pensions ombudsman, actually made reference to Revolut and said that in the past, it had found it difficult to take on issues related to that particular company because they were a bank registered in Lithuania 
Mm-hmm. And obviously the Financial Services Ombudsman has no authority over the Lithuanian setup. But in more recent times, in the, since the start of the year, Revolut now has an Irish IBAN and it's registered as a bank, effectively, in this country. And that means that should things go wrong and if, should people require the intervention of the Ombudsman, at least now, yeah. it, they, they, they have to follow all of the exact same rules that all of the pillar banks and, and more traditional financial institutions have to do. So that will give people more security. But, I, you know, but I, I've heard anecdotes like yourself that, about what happens when, 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 company, when, when things start to go wrong in scenarios like this. And as I say, my experience would tell me that there are very few people who'd win a gold star when it comes to looking after their customers in yeah. this respect. And in a more increasingly cashless and digital world, Connor, we all have a certain amount of personal responsibility too, don't we? Well, well, obviously we do. I mean, like, in, like it, uh, you'd never walk down a, a dark street into an alleyway and hand a, a random stranger that you just met a hundred euros. Like, you know, and common sense tells you not to do that. But I think we need to adopt the same skepticism and suspicion. And like, it's not nice to say to people, be suspicious and be skeptical. But we do need to adopt that in the online world because I think a lot of the time people think, okay, well, it's not going to happen to me. But that's why, and the simplest thing that I can say to you, to your listeners to stop them being defrauded in any way is treat every communication that you get from anybody looking for personal information or looking for informa- financial information with incredible suspicion because the reality is no bank, no financial institution, no credit union, no post office, nobody will ever send you a text message on solicitors looking for you to follow a link to input financial information. So if you ever get a link like that, yeah. your first and, and inst- almost instant response should be, well, that's a scam. And you should never, ever give your information to somebody via email. If you if they send you an email with a link saying, follow this link, um, you should just, your, your default position should always be, these people are trying to scam me. And interestingly, according to a permanent, permanent TSB study from last year, from late last year, from November, like we all have this assumption that it's older listeners, it's older people who will be more vulnerable no. to scam artists than younger uh, listeners. The actual reality is, is quite the opposite because an awful lot of older people are much more skeptical when, they're, when they get communication from yes. you know, somebody purported to be from a bank or financial institution or whatever it might Digital be. Digital natives Whereas, actually are far too trusting. Well, they are because they've, 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 they were born and, as you say, they've lived in this world their whole life and they are very, very comfortable exchanging money and you know, pay, paying a, a, dinner, a dinner party bill or whatever it might be using their Revolut card or money jar or whatever one of these fintech companies that you, you might like to mention. So they're, they're much more comfortable with it and, as a result, they're much less suspicious, whereas in this instance, suspicion really is your friend and i think you know so we have a personal responsibility to mind our own money but also we have to be able to trust our banks mm-hmm. to, that they will do the right thing here's the thing though and i've mentioned this to my listeners over the last few weeks connor you know this thing about your bank will never send you a text yeah. there, there are occasions in which they will and it makes it even more confusing i subscribed to a newsletter a few weeks ago and I got a text message from my bank at midnight asking me, was that my subscription? Because it was only 30 quid, but it was in Spain, asking me to confirm. And I thought, oh, this is a flipping scam now. Following morning, I got a second text to say that my card had been disabled because I hadn't responded to the first one. Please ring the number on the back of my card. Rang. They were extremely helpful and said, yeah. 
you know, yeah, we do send out messages that way. So when they're legitimately doing it in the middle of all the scam messages, it gets even more yeah. confusing. Well, I take your point, but what what, what I'd say the initial message, now I, 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 I don't know, I didn't, like the critical point to remember here is my bank will routinely send me text messages saying, you know, you don't have enough money in your account to pay this bill, put money into your account. But what they won't do is they won't include a link for me to follow. That's exactly what so they told I, me when I ring them back. That's exactly what I yeah, told them. I have to go onto the app myself, key in my own personal details on the app that I have on my phone, and then I, I swipe to confirm X or I transfer money from one account to another account. So the critical thing to remember is not so much the communication via text message, because your bank will send you a text message. Your post office will send you a text message, but they will never include in that message a link I see. That, that if you follow, you will input financial information or personal details. And that's the critical point to remember. It's the, it's the request for, for personal information and it's the request for, for your PIN codes or it's the request for any kind of financial information. That's what should cause the warning bells to ring very, very loudly. Well, your, 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 your correspondent, Peter, as I say, got his money back, but he had a horrible experience. I just dodged one because I'm thinking back, this was early November and I had been out for breakfast with my daughter a few days previous to the 7th. November and we both in the space of about five minutes got messages telling us we'd spent money on Revolution in the UK and I said well I haven't I just deleted the message and she did the same five minutes later so it was and out funnily there enough, if, if he had done that he probably would have been fine yeah because if he just said well that I didn't I didn't spend any money in John Lewis so it's not my cash um, but it was the fact that he got onto them that's right. That's even that, more insidious. It made it more plausible. Yeah, That's it made it more. more but it also made it. It made him more vulnerable when the scam artists rang him to try and try to try and get more money from him. Um, so it, it just it, again, a, like a lot of these things, it's sometimes it's just unfortunate. We had another story the previous week about a poor unfortunate student from Turkey who had sent uh, a, a letter to her friends in Turkey with on post, and it hadn't arrived. And she was going, oh, I wonder where that letter is. And then it just so happens she got a text message purported to be from on post a couple of weeks later going, there wasn't sufficient information in, in your in your glass communication. Can you please fill in this form? And because she had had an interaction with on post already, she just presumed it was related. So she inputted the details and she lost two grand. So it happens all the time. And we just need to be incredibly careful about what happens and what we do with our uh, information. All right, listen, thank you very much, Connor Pope, uh, Consumer Affairs Correspondent with the Irish Times. You cannot be too careful. You absolutely cannot be too careful. There's one now, a guy doing what he figured was the right thing to do, and the cameras caught him in the middle of it. Corks 96 FM. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.